Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. All right, y'all, I'm going to be honest. I never thought I'd have a chance to talk about Jennifer Aniston, Jamie Foxx in the same week here on Medicine Mondays. But here we are this week. We're going to talk about how Jennifer Aniston, Jamie Foxx got cultural competency wrong, like all the way wrong. It's It's been a doozy of a weekend if you've been on the social media landscape, right? So here's Julie Dr. Barry Pierre, Sports Center Return, host of Medicine Mondays. And this week is a doozy because... It ties in one of the most important conversations and more importantly topics that I learned as a medical student, which was the importance of cultural competency and taking care of your patients. Now, I'll be honest, while I was learning about the heart and the lungs and the GI system and all these other different systems, a two to three week, I think it was like three week course on cultural competency wasn't something I was really hyped for during medical school. Only the only let me take it back. I was a little I was a little hopeful that it'd be easy answers on the test, but that was about it. But it wasn't until I got to it, learned some lessons, and realized very quickly the type of patient I want to take care of, the communities I want to take care of. I don't see how you could be a great physician and not be culturally competent, right? So let's just quick definition, right? Just so we're all aware. Cultural competency means being aware of your own cultural beliefs and values and how these may be different from other cultures. So I think it's important. Not only are you recognizing, hey, what are my cultural beliefs? What are my cultural values? But how is it that it may be different from others? So one, I don't like persecute. I don't go after. I don't look down at others if they don't happen to match my cultural beliefs, right? Extremely important. And we're going to talk about how both the celebrities really got it wrong, right? This weekend, Jamie Foxx had to issue an apology after a, what he felt was an uh, innocent Instagram post. And after that post went out, and of course, obviously, you know, Jamie Foxx, you know, he has a lot of different followers. You realize very quickly what happens when you have an inside conversation on the outside. So here you have, as a physician, one of the things that we're taught all the time is making sure you recognize, hey, what is your patient's beliefs? What is your patient's values? Because you can't have a great doctor-patient relationship if you don't acknowledge that, if you don't recognize the importance of it. Like, if I don't recognize the importance of how you look at diabetes, how you look at blood pressure, how you look at cholesterol, how you look at medications, how you look at vaccines, if I don't recognize that importance, our relationship ain't really never going to work. And you'll be surprised how many people will go to one doctor and say, oh my God, that is the best doctor. I love that doctor. And they send their friend to that same doctor and their friend's like, oh my God, I hate that doctor. And it's really because that clash of the doctor-patient relationship is there. And usually it's because the culture values aren't being addressed, met, and more importantly, respected. All right, so I'm going to show you uh, the post that Jamie Foxx 
uh, did over the weekend. And I'm gonna show you from the, the eyes and the bird's eye view of someone within the culture, like myself, right? A phrase that we have been hearing as young as we can remember it. A phrase as innocent as, as innocuous, but more importantly, as uh, commanding that we've ever heard. And unfortunately, again, when you, and I kind of mentioned earlier, when you have that inside conversation outside, people who aren't culturally competent, who don't recognize that their beliefs and values may be different than yours, say, hey, you know what? What is going on here? This is, this is trouble. Right, so let's let's uh let's take a look at Jamie's post. They killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends, fake love. Now you may be thinking, okay, what's the problem? Especially if you're in our community, because this is a phrase that we have heard growing up time and time again where we recognize Jesus Christ as being the alpha, the importance, the perfect person and yet they still found wrong in him and if they could find wrong in him to the point where they ended up killing him sir ma'am you're not that important which is kind of what it is it's saying that you shouldn't feel that no one may turn on you you shouldn't feel that and he and he hashtags it that you may have fake friends or you may have fake people who love you around you. You shouldn't feel that way because if you feel that way and you recognize that way, then you could be in trouble, right? Like that's, you know, first and foremost, that's what it is right there. Sorry to break your concentration. I know you are probably knee deep into today's episode, but do not forget, check out our Lunch and Learn community store, shop.drbarrypierre.com. Remember to use the code EMPOWER10 and make sure you are leaving us a five-star review, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. So then you have Jennifer Aniston, who has to make a post on her own because apparently once this post got out, there was a lot of, lot of, uh uh-oh, what's happening here? I don't know what is happening here. So uh, let's take a look at Jennifer Aniston post. This really makes me sick. I did not like this post on purpose or by accident. And more importantly, I want to be clear to my friends and anyone hurt by this showing up in their feeds. I do not support any form of anti-Semitism. And I truly don't tolerate hate of any kind, period. Well, let's let's uh let's let's break this down for a second. Let's think about what we're what we read, right? We just read an apology from Jennifer Aniston because Jamie's Fox initial post, which again I'll show you right here, was deemed anti-Semitic. Someone on the outside of the culture said, Hey, this is an anti-Semitic post. And when you're in the culture, you're looking at this post like, hold on. My grandma tells me this once a week. How is this an anti-Semitic post? So hold up for a second. Let's uh, let me let me uh, hop myself out of here. So here you have a situation where it's really a tale of two worlds. One world sees that statement and says, you know, what grandma been telling me this all my life, and I know exactly what they mean and. 
if there was any concern, like maybe there was a gray area, I even throw the hashtag fake friends, fake love. So you can kind of understand I'm trying to personalize this. Like I'm talking, like, you know, when we say we're subtweeting someone, I'm literally talking about someone and I know they're likely going to read this post. But someone on the outside of the community says, oh my God, that is anti-Semitic. And both communities are looking at each other like, how can you not recognize that that statement says that statement? Like both both communities are saying this. And if you didn't know, right, and just for historical reference, in regards to the death of Jesus, Jewish people were blamed for the death of Jesus. And because of the blame that was put on them, they said, hey, this is why we're able to do the actions that we could do against them, right? Just so you can get an idea of where people might be drawing this anti-Semitism uh, aspect of it. But again, let's let's look at let's look at her post again. Look at Jennifer's. Again, she says, this really makes me sick. And apparently I'm not sure if she must have liked the post. Now what probably happened I'll be honest, what probably happened is that she saw Jamie's post initially, recognized initially that, okay, Jamie was talking about, you know, backstabbing friends or people who try to be your friend but really aren't, or people who say they love you but really don't. Like, she probably really recognized, okay, this is what he means. But because of the backlash that occurred, she then had to, because again, for some reason, uh, People must have went through all of the people who liked Jamie's post. And I'm almost sure they saw a whole bunch of people from the black community liking the post because they clearly were like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, Jamie, I, double double tap. I know exactly what you mean, Jamie. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, with another commercial break for the Lunch and Learn community members. If you've been asking, hey, you know what, what can I do to get more involved with the Lunch and Learn community? What can I do to get more involved with Dr. Barry? I got something for you. This year, we have launched the Lunch to Learn Patreon community where you get access to a private Discord, access to live Q&As. Depending on the tier you select, you can even become a producer on the show and choose your next topic that you want to hear and even suggest guests. So I want you to do right now after listening to this episode, of course is join me at drbarrypierre.com slash Patreon. Check out the different tiers and join me in our private Discord today. When they saw her, they're like, hold on, Jennifer Anderson like this? Oh, and you know, sometimes Instagram will highlight like if like some celebrity heights it. So that's probably all it took for her to have to go running and drop a, a ridiculous, I'm sorry, this is a ridiculous uh, apology if you ask me. Because again, it's just one of those things where like, ah, oh, another example where if both people were just a little bit more culturally competent they would have recognized like jamie would have recognized that even though he said they killed this dude named jesus like this dude named jesus like look how informal even that discussion is they killed this dude named jesus what do y'all think they'll do to you right someone right unfortunately from a different community is going to stress the word day and then take it back to historical relevance and say, oh, no, 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 they're talking about Jewish and this is anti-Semitic, right? He should have recognized that someone may say that, right? Now, again, 
clearly intent. And I'm a perfect person, especially when it comes to healthcare. I always recognize context and intent. Like when my patients say, hey, I don't want to take this medication. When my patients say, hey, I can't take that medication. I'm allergic to this. I don't want to take that. Like when my patients say that, I recognize there's context and intent associated with it. No, this patient is a non-compliant. I recognize that, hey, this patient may have something that really they believe is why they have to perform that action, All right? So here we are, right? They killed this dude named Jesus. Someone stressed the word they, took it historically and said, oh, this has to be anti-Semitic, which again, you have a whole other community who's like, what are you talking about? My grandma has been saying this to me for decades, right? So when you, when you, see, when you see this type of backlash, especially as a healthcare provider, like I just always kind of harken back to, especially this pandemic, Right. When I talk about and I'm talking to communities, especially to African-American communities and trying to reconcile their fear, their concerns of old with their fear and concerns of new. I know that the majority of people who don't want to do the vaccine aren't arguing that mRNA technology is bad or like it's faulty or the the I, I hear the phrase, oh, you don't know um what it's gonna do in the future like you don't know the long-term effects i know they don't actually care about that because if they did they'd ask questions like what about the long-term effects of that penicillin shot or that long-term effects of that alcoholic drink or that long-term effects of that meat like they so i know that that's not the case i know that there's historical relevance associated with why they say hey i'm not taking that vaccine there i know it's more historical than current Right. And as a physician, I have to recognize there's two different issues going on here, because if I don't, guess what? I can't take care of the patient in front of me. I can't educate the patient in front of me. I can't get them to recognize that, hey, yes, I know that there's historical issues going on. But right now, in this context, with this intent, this is not that. So unfortunately, with Jamie, even though this statement within a cultural context says this, someone on the outside says, hey, what about the historical stuff and says that, right? And then you have this issue where now Jennifer Aniston has to issue an apology, Jamie Foxx has to issue an apology, all because cultural competency um, was a miss, right? And I wanna show a video, I, I posted this video a couple months ago about uh, two YouTube hosts. And this is a perfect example because a lot of times people, when they think about cultural competency, they think, all right, it's a black and white thing. They don't think about the gender aspects of it. They don't think about the sexuality aspects of it. They don't think about the religious connotation. They don't think about any of it. It's like, oh, it's gotta be black and white thing, right? Let's, let's see this video here, just so you guys can get an idea how two people, even within the same community, can have different levels of cultural competency and how one person, you could tell, almost turned white as a ghost casual use of the hard R. Um, oh, really? It's jarring. Yeah, it's, it's jarring now. And for casual use of hard R. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, like, okay, uh, it was an episode of American Dad. And it was just really? like, yeah, it wasn't for shock value. It was just, just like used. Whoa. Right? Well, I mean, here's the thing, right? That was in 2003 or something, like yeah. 2002. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna deny that I dropped my fair share of hard R's back then because we didn't even, the, the term hard R didn't even exist. Hmm. We didn't think about it, right? And it's funny because to me, that doesn't feel like that long ago, but to my kids, 
Am I talking like N-word hard R? What? No. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's how people use that term. No. I think that's so. That's the N-word. What are you guys talking about? Am I mistaken? I think so. So, a clear case of a difference in their level of knowledge when it comes to cultural competence. You have one host, the person that was initially talking, talking about the hard R and how I used to say the hard R all the time. But in his mind, as he's saying it, he's thinking about hard R in regards to a person's mental cognition and disability. That's the hard R he thought. But the host on the other end was like, no, 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 no. When you say the hard R, I know for a fact there's a whole community that recognizes that hard R as being the N-word and being extreme. Now, both words are terrible, but one word holds a lot more weight than other. I can assure you that. And you could see him trying to go through the motions as he's processing his friend tell him, I use it all the time. I used to use it all the time. All right. It was even on, uh, what do you say, American Dad. Like, you can see him turning white as his friend is telling him that, right? Just so we can be clear, right? So this is a, a perfect example, right? So it doesn't have to be of different communities, right? Because I wanted to show that because obviously Jennifer Aniston's in one community, Jamie Foxx, a different community. But these are again two white men, right? Who ha clearly have different levels of cultural competence among them. And one saying the hard R, thinking it was one word when the other knew when you say the hard R, there's a community and more who think the other thing. Right. Like, so I think it's in the course. He apologized, right? He apologized immediately after uh, this clip here, like with during the show, not like waiting like during the show. He said, oh, guys, I'm sorry. I did not mean that. I promise, like profusely, because you could tell he was embarrassed. But could you imagine if the reaction from the especially the black community when they saw that clip there was like, Oh, no, 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 no. He needs to be fired. We need a public apology. Like, take away. Like, could you imagine? Could you imagine that type of response from our community? Of course not. Right? Like, because we would have recognized, like, all right, clearly this guy did not recognize that he was going down the wrong beaten path. Which is, I think, some of the concern, especially with the backlash with Jamie Foxx and Jennifer Aniston and more, is that this response of like almost like pitchforks uh towards jamie fox because he said something that within his culture they've been saying for decades to this day and because someone outside of the culture interpreted a whole different way now he has to apologize for something he never even said or more importantly never had the context or intent to say which i think is extremely important Right. When you don't have the context, when you don't have the intent, you have to say, like, all right, let me take this at face value. Do I really think this was an anti-Semitic content uh, comment? No. Right. Especially when you factor in he says fake friends, he says fake love. He's he's literally giving he says the dude named Jesus as informal as can be. As informal as can be. So do I think he was informally trying to say something anti-Semitic? No. And then, like, how do you rationalize him saying fake love and like, because you can't, right? 
But it's just one of those things where when you have this butting of the heads with cultural competency, you can see how one one community can take it one way. And on the other side, you can see how a lot of people, when you spread you on social media, a lot of people are looking at posts like, huh, what is wrong? Because a lot of people, when they read that post, cannot tell you what the issue is. They're not going to be able to tell you what the issue is because within their culture, that is a saying that is so normal that never has had any context towards hate that they have no clue how you'd be able to even pull that out. Right. Extremely important. Extremely important. Right. And before we get out of here, right, I just want to highlight because, again, this isn't this isn't the first won't be the last of this. Sometimes where words are interpreted by different cultures and they mean a totally different thing. Right. So let's let's just highlight some words that we say now, like that are common phrases now that have significant racial undertones that I think if you did your research, you'd probably stop saying the words today, right? Let's see. Well, hopefully you, you'll stop saying them. And I got a whole bunch of them. I will put the links in the description. If you're listening to this on a podcast, it will be in the show notes. Common English words and phrases with racist origins. Moron. Grandfathered in. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. You don't need to finish the rest of that. Uppity. Spirit animal. Peanut gallery. Crack the whip. Off the reservation. Gypped. The itis. Paddy wagons. Hooligan. Inner city. We hear that a lot. Cracker or redneck. Hear that a lot as well, too. Right. So these are just phrases. I want you to just take a look, screenshot, uh, especially if you're on YouTube. Just take a quick little picture of it. Like these are words that we still say right now in the year 2023. We still say right now that if you did your homework, you'd be like, wow, I probably shouldn't say this or I probably shouldn't sing that. Like that's the reality that we're living in right now. So, again, extremely tough week. Right. For Jennifer Aniston and Jamie Foxx. But. It got it gave me the chance to talk about cultural competency and was, and especially as you know, as a physician, a lot of times people don't ask for cultural competency lectures, but I like when I have a perfect example to be able to tie it in, right? Like again, I talked about the vaccines and the pandemic, able to tie it in, right? You have a statement like this, I'm able to tie it in. So shout out Miss Anderson Wars because she was our professor. Uh, during that course that I took as a second year student, which is at this diamond date about 15 years ago. So 15 years later, we're still, I'm still using the teachings by Dr. Anderson Wartz, right, to, you know, again, educate you guys, right? So I'm gonna see you guys later. You guys have a blessed week. Try to stay out of trouble. Make sure you like and subscribe and hit the notification bell too, right? Because that way when I do drop episodes because remember we are doing um our youtube exclusive episodes when i do drop episodes you know about those as well see you guys next week thank you for getting to the end of the episode i am yours truly dr barry pierre favorite board certified internist like always remember to subscribe to the podcast leave us a five-star review and more importantly share this to at least to the five of your friends and family members that you know that could be empowered with the words that you heard today again so appreciative of all you guys' support see you guys next week